transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home, Nina. Sometimes yeah, you can just you can just get right, you know, climb up that that McDonald's corporate ladder, man. <laughs> I, I'd rather climb up that Perk that Perkins. That's you know. what I'm saying, actually, man. So like, you know, oh, man, like we were talking about, I think on the last episode, you know, dream dream job, perhaps opening the first Perkins in Australia. You know, mm, being the, being yeah. that. You know, start from the ground level. Start bussing tables at Perkins. Learn the operation. Then maybe start <laughs> serving. So you learn how to custom, how you know how to handle the Perkins customers. Because you know the service is key at Perkins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you know maybe like maybe you know maybe try and get your toes in the kitchen there, so you know how everything you know how everything is deliciously cooked in the Perkins kitchen. Hmm. And you know, and then eventually. You'll hit assistant manager. You know, you'll be 36 at the time, but assistant manager nonetheless. And, mm-hmm. then, <laughs> and then, you know, five years into that gig, you get promoted. You run the store now. All right. Yeah. You yeah, run make that the big fucking decisions. Perkins. Yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, dude, you're making Perkins bucks now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got a, a Perkins business card. You go Ooh. you go sliding in when you need to buy emergency uh, TP for the bathroom because Lord knows pe- the customers go through TP at Perkins. But oh man, soon she- soon they're gonna offer you that franchise. They're gonna yeah. be like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna own your own Perkins? And you'll be like, no, bitch, I want to go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll be so impressed with your tenacity and hard work. You'll be you'll be 53, and you'll finally open your own Perkins in Australia. Yeah, I wonder how I wonder how lucrative it is to be a a uh, owner of a Perkins. Dude, I wonder if we can look that up. I know it's lucrative to be a songwriter. Uh, oh yeah, for, man. For, for Perkins, I, uh, so they you know they contacted me recently, and they you know. One of the one of the big um, sort of like uh, I don't want to call it a trope, but we can call it a trope. You know, uh, one of the things that a lot of restaurants like to do is to take a, an established you know uh, property, a song, and put their own spin on it. You know, like a fucking weird. Or even just made a career out of it. Use the song, you know, like more, 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 or something like that. Yeah. Well. Perkins has a similar idea hmm. and they uh, they tasked me with coming up with one and I've been tossing around the idea of uh, making it to um, uh, Fresh Prince and Jazzy J summertime. So, oh, dude, you know, yeah. Perkins, Perkins, Perkins time. Ooh, Grab like some matzies and rewind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perkins, 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 Perkins time. time. <laughs> I just, I got some good, nice key lime pie. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> so I'm working on, working on that. The third, you know. Dude, you're going to have to, I mean, you, the, the, Perkins might have to start a record label and release yeah. a, a whole Perkins album, man. Yeah, Perkins the album. Perkins the album. Oh my god, that comes with a three dollar off uh, pie coupon. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
either that or either that yeah it comes with a three dollar off pie coupon and it also comes with a uh uh, a, a one free entree. You can either choose between the tilapia meal. <laughs> you can that. That's it. You get the yeah. You get a free a tilapia meal too. <laughs> you don't even get a choice. It's just a free tilapia meal. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the email goes out to all the franchise owners. Better stock up on tilapia. The album's about to drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got to make sure they, you know, re- outsource in time to their the fishermen they've got out there. That's you know bringing in that fresh tilapia. <laughs> There's the somewhere. On a Perkins branded boat, there's a Perkins fisherman reeling in tilapia for you right now. Okay. Now that's that's the job. That's the, yeah. How do you get that Perkins job? (laughs) (laughs) What do you do for a living? Oh, I fish tilapia for Perkins. Perkins. (laughs) That man is sophisticated. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, fuck. Jesus, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, Perkins is the. Um, I just I I I need to get some Perkins in my life, soon. dude. You one know? of these days, we one of the one of these days, there's got to be a movie we watch where there's like an interaction happens in Perkins, or they drive oh by God, Perkins, dude. or Perkins gets mentioned. Like one of these times, it's got to happen. Because dude, we just we need to we need to write a screenplay. That yeah. has that is like heavily centered around uh, Perkins in some yeah, way. Yeah, that's that a good be, idea, dude. That would be fucking killer. Send it to Perkins, see if they'll uh, invest the money in making a film, dude. That... Yeah, maybe it could be like a a customer that uh, car gets wrongfully towed. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The, it's a is it is it like a, a vengeance film? You know, yeah. like, like the customer gets wrong their car wrongfully towed. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like a like part vengeance story, part assault on precinct thirteen. Yeah, all of a sudden the Perkins employees and like a few straggling customers are locked inside fighting for their life. because yeah. not only is it because you know it starts with one. But then you find out there's multiple people who have wrongfully had their car towed to that Perkins and they're all yeah. trying, they're all fed up in this like post-apocalyptic Perkins future. And they're just trying to bust down the doors, drag the manager out and make an example of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a wild lynch mob, you know, that, yeah. that, now that's a movie. Dude. But the twist is that the Perkins employees have such dedication to their manager that they fight for his life or her yeah. life. The role is yet to be cast. Uh, and so you know it's just it, it's an it's a battle between uh I mean, between you know the perkins family and uh the family maybe oh it could even be like a crossover with fast and furious you know perkins oh, family meets fast and furious family yeah. like at the end of the movie vin diesel's dom dom toretto shows up and all the perkins employees and the manager hop out of the you know of the back and get into his car and they all drive off and that's where, how you set up the sequel to this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, they could, you know, they could even Dude. have like a, a tie-in, you know, uh, 
uh, the, uh, uh, the Fast and Furious meal, you know? Oh yeah. my God, not, dude. Not that. Uh, yeah, it's, it would have right drama. Right here, man. Right it would have fucking intrigue. here. It would have oh stakes. my God, man. Yeah. It would have stakes both literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to write this right. movie. That's right, man. Because not only does Perkins have tilapia, they also have steaks and butterball turkey. So. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't forget the butterball turkey meal. I'm telling you, man. I I think I think we're on to something for sure. Like this. We should. Yeah. This, this is a, this is a, you know this is how how we make our Perkins bucks. You know, in the end. Oh man. Perkins, I think the hard part is like what what the hard I think the hard part would be like landing on a director. You know. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess we could. I mean. I know James Cameron's kind of tied up in the Avatar series, right? But I mean, I wonder if he's a fan of Perkins. Yeah, I mean, Christopher <laughs> Nolan just got done with Oppenheimer, so well, you know. I was thinking maybe like revitalizing like someone's career, like maybe Brian Usna or oh, there uh, we go, there we go, you know, something like that. You yeah, know? I mean, fuck all. See if John Carpenter will take it on. Not oh. that he needs a revive, uh, you know. A well, revival, he could have one, but... you know, one last, you know. Hurrah type of deal. Dude. Plus, you know, speaking of assault on the precinct. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It's, so. yeah. It's, yeah, dude. Carpenter, man. Well, uh, damn. Unfortunately, we're not talking about a uh, John Carpenter movie. But it is a movie that Brian Hughes is a producer on. Um, well, there's that. Uh. And I think, and unfortunately, this is a movie that is not as good as the nostalgia glasses uh, led me to oh, believe it was. Oh, um, oh yeah. I'm talking about 1993's Ticks. Um, oh, we're sort of rounding out the, uh, you know, the, bug creature feature, and it's probably the weakest of the three. I, yeah, I'd agree. It's Even definitely... With, yeah, continue. It's definitely not... Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's definitely the weak, like you said, the weakest of the three. There Either are like, so, oh, sorry, go continue, for it. continue. No, I was just gonna say, you know, there's also, you know, there's some familiar faces in this movie, yeah. but that doesn't really like, unfortunately, say it almost makes it sillier at times. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't even with you know the Clinton Howard cameo, uh, uh, Clinton Howard's father cameo, um, Seth I'm, Green. You know, I mean, Clint Howard is 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 probably like one of the highlights just a couple of like random parts he's in but he it's so quick it's like you almost can't even really say he's like you know he's in the movie but he's definitely not in a star no but what, one of my one of my favorite things about clint howard cameos and this isn't a, a role like that just reminded me of that is like he whatever character he plays he, like 95 percent of the time he plays this character that's like dirty and grimy and has like you know covered in dirt and filth and just you know <laughs> yeah dude and he's always got like a psych swing on his face and goes Argh. yeah these noises yeah <laughs> it happens in so many of his roles i was, so, I was thinking about that too uh i was just like this isn't much of a stretch for clint right but yeah uh, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a redonkulous little movie though. Like in in some ways, um, it's direct. Yeah, it's, it's direct. I, it was interesting because I, I I wasn't really aware of who the director was, but uh, it's directed by Tony Randall, who directed Hell 
Hellraiser 2 Hellbound, which is a surprisingly solid sequel. Um, and he also directed Amityville 1992. It's about time. Um, oh. Which is one of the be- which is honestly one of the better Amityville movies. It's like one with a, about a clock that like um, essentially like ingrains itself into the people's house. Uh, and it's not you know it's it's not the worst Amityville. It's like middle of the pack. Um, yeah. But yeah. So he's you know he's got a couple sequels under his belt. Um, I mean, and like you said, I mean like. You know, Hellraiser 2 in particular, you know, not a bad sequel, man. Not at all. uh, That's kind of funny. Yeah, you don't really, I don't know, like, the, uh, like you mentioned, Seth Green's in this movie, uh, Alfonso uh, (laughs) Ribeiro. Yeah, that's the wild card, I feel uh, like. Ribeiro. Ribeiro, yeah, that's the wild card for me. I was so, like, surprised by that one. I was like, is that motherfucking Carlton? Like, yeah, yeah and it is. Uh, <laughs> and then the the uh, other random one, and I thought I recognized his ass, but the guy who plays Charles, his name's like Peter Scolari. Peter Scolari, yep. Yeah, uh, yeah he was in- I remember him from the Honey I Shrunk the Kids TV show. He played. Uh, okay. I mean, I wish it would have been Rick Moranis, but he played Wayne Slizinski. Slizinski, yeah. Yeah, he's also in. Uh, uh, sorority boys which was like oh that, jesus christ is right which that's a movie had, that wouldn't get made now no no <laughs> yeah that movie was ridiculous the best part of the movie was that i forget the actor's name but uh um he's the guy that was in rocket man and uh yeah. he's a, he's a, he's in half baked you know he plays the hippie the hippie character that gets thrown in jail harlan something yeah yeah there we go yep harlan's yeah yeah he's anyway we don't need to talk about sorority boys because it would it is definitely a movie that would not get made today i would i would agree with that Um, yeah uh yeah you know there's a couple recognizable names uh amy amy dolans who plays uh dd she was in Pumpkinhead two uh witchboard two among others um witchboard two I don't know if I've ever seen that one. There's like seven of them. I feel like at some point we need to watch. Like I want to watch at least one of them. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Because I'm very baffled that there's more. Yeah, Rance Howard, who is uh, Ron and Clint's father. You know, he plays the small role of the sheriff. He was also in Children of the Corn 3, Mars Attacks. He's got a huge filmography, mainly Westerns. You know, Hmm. he was was big in that era of film where the western was king essentially um yeah i I didn't even i for some reason like i didn't even realize that like put the pieces together that their dad was an act like it's just been in their like bloodline you know down to bryce dallas howard today like that family has just been raised around cinema it's rather interesting yeah that's what i mean like they're uh they're kind of yeah, I guess I didn't realize how um extensive it was into their family, you know. Like it, it, you're right, it's like a it, it, it's just in their blood at this at now. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, this I mean, this movie like it even okay. Let's just let's dive in because it even opens in like this really kind of like 
Well, I guess the like the the very beginning, you know, you kind of it takes you through that like dingy ass, you know, grow area. Mm -hmm. Somebody's growing marijuana, mm -hmm. and for some reason, there's just like a lot of like, like I don't know, just like weird machinery. Yeah, weird machinery <laughs> in this. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, what are they fucking trying to they, do here? Like, yeah, from someone that's helped grow marijuana before like it was <laughs> yeah just crazy <laughs> and then there's Dingy, like dingy is a good word there's also some like weird random like green looking like lit you know it's like goop it's it's like it's like yeah. weird like oh and it's like plopping down you know that's that's where you like you know you first kind of see like what i guess like where the origins of the 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 problem will come from you know yeah it's like a small tick egg that yeah it is getting like that green liquid just like pooped down on top of it yeah and we 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 learn later what it is so we won't spoil it here for anyone that hasn't seen the movie but yeah you're kind of just like what the fuck yeah exactly <laughs> And then it just like drops you off with like literally Seth Green getting like has a you know his his character his his dad is just like dropping him off in this like abandoned looking yeah. like bridge parking area or where where whatever the fuck it is yeah some like underpass like yeah yeah it is like some desolate like rundown part of town like very it's like so weird like i'm doing this because i want you to get better he says so you're like really curious as to like what's he talking about you know yeah exactly and yeah, uh, and his name tyler is tyler here yeah yep so so his dad like he you know tyler gets out of the truck grabs his his like camping gear basically that he brought with him or whatever and uh and his dad just like like just leaves him there there's nobody else there yet. yeah you know, and it's a sketchy looking area. And his dad is just like, all right. I'm just like, like hum dum dum. I'm, gonna, I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Doesn't even have the courtesy to like wait for the ride to pick him up. Just like. <laughs> That's what I mean, dude. But I guess it. Yeah. I, <laughs> but then when we learn the story of his like trauma later, you know, yeah. it's, it's like not this... too shocking. But, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, you're just like, this guy seems like a dick. And. <laughs> And then, like, immediately Tyler has this, like, crazy fucking, I don't know. He just, like... Interaction? Yeah. Well, it's like he gets all, like... Oh, yeah, that's right. He gets all, like, sp like spacey and trippy. And, like, he's, like, having a hard time, like, walking around and stuff. And he's, like, stumbling against the wall. And, like... And then there's those flashes. This is where you first get a hint of, like, something going on with him. Is that you have those flashes of like, uh, I mean, you just assume it's him because it's another, it's like a redheaded child. <laughs> yeah, in the, yeah. And it's, it's like a the safe kid, assumption. <laughs> kids just like hugging the, like a tree and being like, where's daddy and shit? And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, goes back to him just like fucking, like it's like, it's like, somebody dosed him with something and all of a sudden he's just like oh, oh like you know he's it's weird it's just so fucking weird and then 
like out of nowhere comes our friend Panic, who you're just like, who, you know, well, you learn his name's Panic, but. Yeah, Daryl Panic is his yeah. nickname, yes. It's just crazy. It, and he tries to like, you know, he gets a, he gets sort of a turn, like a face turn almost, like to drop a wrestling turn. But yeah, he like pops up. He's got like this long trench coat on. He's got a dog with them and a basketball. And he just shows up out of nowhere too, like fucking nowhere. And there's just this random basketball hoop, like under this underpass, so random as hell. And walks up, tosses the basketball to Tyler and goes, we're going to play a game. Sink a gimme, you live. You sink, you don't. Like, is this their idea of like, what like, get like, you know, like happens like in like, uh, underprivileged communities or something like oh it just God, seemed dude. very it just seemed very uh, uh ster- like stereotypical in a really bad oh, way yeah well and it gets only worse with his character for, you know throughout the movie because absolutely like, like literally it's yeah anyway so you're yeah he's kind of just like i don't know he's supposed to be a an inner city tough <laughs> or, uh, yeah. you, uh, ruffian yeah ruffian yeah <laughs> yeah even like but fuck, it's like, fucking carlton and that's the yeah. thing i can't get past yeah. man i'm like this guy's supposed to be tough as shit but i just like i just can't yeah. picture i'm just no <laughs> yeah you just put you you picture carlton doing the you know it's carlton like he, shuffle and you're yeah yeah carlton put on a fucking costume he's gonna try and pick on little tiny seth green to make himself feel better <laughs> Yeah, like and even talks to them too. Like you know, Tyler like Tyler uh, sinks the first basket, man. Yeah, sinks the basket, and Daryl's flings it back at him. I wasn't looking. <clears throat> he switches another one, and uh, I'll give some some praise to Tyler. You know, he sort of uh, uh, stops like putting up with the bullshit mm-hmm. and tosses him the ball, and is like, "It's your turn now." You know, like. I give yeah. him some props for not, you know, letting this guy outright fucking bully him. Yeah, um, no, I, yeah. And, and you know, he's already, di- like, Daryl's already uh, panic or what has already, like, shown him, like, his, you know, sweet switchblade and everything, too. So it's like, right. you're right. Like, ty- like, kudos to Tyler for just being like, I'm fucking over this. <laughs> yeah, then we get introduced to the rest of the main cast. So I, we, we, we see this van approaching. Um, we get introduced to, uh, 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 Charles and Holly, who we learn are dating, but they're not married. Um, and they're there to take the, this, this group of kids out into the wilderness for like an inner city wilderness project. So we have Holly and Charles, his daughter, Melissa, and we learn that Daryl's also coming along. Cause like I said, he like runs up and hugs Holly and they have this nice little embrace, yeah. uh, which totally just like erases the, like bad boy demeanor um and then we also get introduced to uh uh uh, rome which is another like very stereotypical you know like uh like um machismo like hispanic type character yeah um and his girlfriend didi uh and they're all heading out to the woods uh for a little camping trip so yeah although i don't think dd knows where the fuck she's going because as she like as they're all piling into the van to leave she like walks by tyler and and like hands him a bunch of dry like what looks like dry clean you know dry clean clothes and she's like yeah 
make sure you hang them up and don't wrinkle them or whatever the fuck she says. And you're just like, what is happening? This is such a weird group of people, man. <laughs> yeah. Because she's, an, she's another stereotype, too. Like the, you know, rich, preppy, rich, yeah, rich girl. Because they yeah. pull up in a BMW. Um, yeah, that, that room's like... Like, and, leave they, and that's there. what's fuck that's what's fucking crazy yeah like one they leave it parked there which bugged the hell out of me yeah but, but the story that rome says really quickly about how he, they got the he got the car he was like her dad gave it to me thinking yeah like i would uh take it and drive back down to mexico or whatever and you're just like what terrible terrible <laughs> But yeah, yeah I couldn't believe that they just fucking left it in that fucking yeah. area. I was like, what the shit? It's a convertible BMW with the top down that they yeah. just roll up in, pop out of, and just fucking leave. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not going to be there when you come back. And if it is, it's not going to be in one piece. So, but yeah. Maybe that, yeah, that's crazy. So they head off. Um, then we cut back to that dingy shed from earlier. Um, and this is where we get introduced to Clint Howard's character, uh, uh, Jarvis Tanner is his name. Oh God, um, dude. he's only, he only gets mentioned by first name later in the movie. Uh, but you know, he, he is tending to that machine that was leaking the liquid earlier. Uh, it does another like camera pan down to the basement where it's, we see that the like, tick egg is now larger than it was before mm. and it's pulsating and we get so it's overused we get so many shots throughout the movie of like throbbing pulsating tick eggs it's like yeah that's one of my favorite things in movies we talked about is like a character whose like neck throbs and explodes or something but they like way overdo it yeah um i agree yeah, there it's, it's real quick you know uh, although it does have one of my like honestly one of my favorite clint howard moments in the in the movie where he's like making a cup of tea he takes a sip out of it he goes top notch <laughs> you know? yeah some like really <laughs> shitty like boxed tea yeah it was top was a notch good... it was like, top notch what the fuck it was, it was a classic clip oh it was just so funny sure. the way he said it yeah but yeah you're yeah. right it's a pretty quick little scene just you know obviously setting up something fucking happening there right um, right and that's when you uh you catch back up with the van they're driving i, I was reading that uh this was filmed in bear big bear lake california so they're you know driving through cali uh and that's when they uh get a flat tire right right because of, of course it's not just gonna there's gonna always be something that happens so they get a flat tire and uh everybody piles out including um panic's dog brutus yep. uh and i love how uh right as they're getting out um charles you hear charles go come on guys some someone help me and they all just like fucking like go like, sit in the grass out, yeah. yeah but uh i mean classic classic punk kids but um so panic seems to notice a bump on brutus at some point and that's when he, you know he says it's like i think he's got measles bumps or something like that and tyler's <laughs> like dogs can't get measles and which i they, didn't know yeah yeah i was like cool we'll learn something from this movie uh and then um tyler finds a tick on it 
Nice guess, little bit of a, foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, just just a just a regular old tick. Right, uh, right. But this is you know where they set up basically like something that comes into play very heavily later in the movie. Um, uh, Tyler shows Panic how to like to, like kill a tick basically. Just, yeah properly dispose of a tick and he like yes. wraps it up in some tissue borrows panic slider lights it and it like pops and you know so it's pretty i remember being a kid and going camping and like trying to like stomp and stomp on a tick and it's like you can't you know you really do have to burn it or freeze it or but, drown it or you know but yeah it's a nice little foreshadowing it's a real quick scene um Although I will say this though, that rule doesn't <coughs> stick later in the what's, movie. What's that? The the whole like you know burning the tick thing. It's not it's not like later in the movie, they also use other means. Like you see people actively squishing ticks. Yeah, that's true. Which I which I thought was kind of funny. I was like, this scene's kind of pointless. Then <laughs> you're not wrong. You're but, not wrong. Uh, yeah. So. Once the tire gets fixed, they uh, they end up rolling into, you know, whatever, like the last little small town before they're where they're headed. And uh, again, there's this really like like so everybody piles out, goes in. Uh, <laughs> and oh then there's God. this moment with panic where he like looks around outside. Tyler's right behind him in the van and goes, you know, like, are you getting out? And he's just like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's like it's you know it's because like the town's like a po like po dump little town probably full of uh, racist rednecks is rednecks, what they're yeah. they're alluding to. Absolutely, yeah, that, that long hair don't cover up that redneck. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there's like it's you, ridiculous. So that, there's that scene, and then there's just like this really just weird, well, creepy also, moment. Also, he like starts oh, rummaging yeah. through people's bags and he he, he finds a bag of steroids uh, 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 yeah, in dude. Rome's bag and takes those he finds like a a, a roll of condoms in like a in Charles's bag oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> like it's not just like one or two it's like a whole fucking like sleeve dude. Yeah, yeah like he he's dude's looking to buck, buck down yeah <laughs> But yeah, then continue with what you were saying because we get introduced to a really incredibly creepy uh, character uh, in this scene and is yeah. way out of line. Um, I can't. Uh, is, is is that like he's Jerry, right? Jerry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Jerry, you just see. So like you you see. Um, Oh my god. Oh Melissa. My god. Melissa from the bat like kind of just like looking at some posters. One of them is like marijuana's destroying the youth or whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh that that's the whole thing with this movie. Like I couldn't tell what the like I was like, are they like purposely trying to like paint marijuana poorly or something in this movie? Like possibly. It, yeah. But uh, anyway, so so you see this like crusty, nasty looking fucking like white trash man, like <laughs> like creeping up behind Melissa. And he like, I, like without even saying anything, the first thing he does is he grabs her hair. Oh, hell and, like, no. And like basically she's just, like, like maybe like 14, 15, dude, you know, yeah, 
like exactly and she and he just like straight creeps on her he's like you know you're a pretty little thing or whatever the fuck he says and you're just oh and my god it's so gross and he's like this like i said he's nasty his teeth are like you know like, he's arguably uglier than clint howard in this movie which is <laughs> <laughs> no offense clint howard we're just saying you're, a lot but yeah his teeth are like gnarly yellow like oh my it was disturbing and he's drinking like a beer out of a, a fucking can in a paper bag you know <laughs> like, yeah and luckily his business partner you know is a little bit more civilized and isn't a for lack of a better term a pedophile oh um, c-list c gary Busey. yeah <laughs> he does look like a fuck yeah dude he looks yeah. he's like he's like the forgotten Busey. <laughs> well Let's just face it. Gary Busey ended up being C-list himself. So this is like F-list Gary Busey. Um, yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout out to. Uh, uh, I just want to bring this out real quick because there actually was a point where we had a, a Gary Busey movie plan, and you watched it and realized that even this movie was too bad to even be reviewed, which is shocking. Um, but yeah, we get his. This character's name is just simply Sir, and Sir walks up and looks at Jerry and goes manners, and uh, Jerry stops. But then we get one last scene, real quick, of the group getting ready to leave in the van, and Jerry decides to be a creep one more time, and like walks up to the window and just like creepily stares in at Melissa as the van pulls away. Yeah, dude, like, it's it's like he like taps on it like hey, and then as they're pulling away, he even like like kisses the window. Dude, it's so it's... creepy, but also a very like like there was no need really, you know. Yeah, I guess it just establishes I... like, it just establishes like this is an unlikable character like right out no, the gate. I mean, that's kind of what I thought though. Dude. Like I was like I was like this seems like a really unnecessary like thing like you can already in the other scenes that that he's in you can easily like True. make the assumption that he's a dirt bag without having this like weird pedo like pedo overtones yeah good point yeah. <laughs> but but i will say this man like there's other moments in this movie where you almost get the vibe that he's like what like they're trying to make him like this backwoods like 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 uh what's that fucking movie where you know all like where they make that guy squeal like a piggy um, oh yeah 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 I, like they make him almost come off as like this like redneck who's just gonna, yeah who's gonna like fuck you deliver in style like <laughs> you know like it's yeah. because they have this moment with panic later in the movie but anyway um yeah so anyway so they pull out and uh and then doesn't it take you back to the shed yep we go back to jarvis yeah, uh, who, like I mentioned, it looks very dirty in this scene. Um, lights up a cigarette and starts working on a almost hilariously oversized bear trap. Um, oh yeah, dude. Was, yeah. And this is where we, you know, we we get a, a shot of what looks like a a, a pretty large sized tick, you know, crawling out of a nearby pallet. We get some POV shots of it. And it almost starts heading in Jarvis's direction, but then it hears the sounds of Jarvis's hamster in a nearby hamster wheel, skitters its way over, and there's lots of that too in this movie, like ticks like 
like yeah, skittering dude. skittering around you know I like sh- laughing so like shakma style almost like <laughs> and it is kind of like to the point where it's like funny like it's not like creepy or terrifying in the sense that like in like the in uh slugs and in um the nest like it made these like gross creatures like even grosser like it, they almost make the ticks comical in this movie until the very end yeah but anyway uh he's working on this fucking huge bear trap when his hamster squeals so he goes to investigate he finds the corpse of his hamster and he has another really hilarious clint howard-esque line here uh i forget what he says but he says something like you're not looking good buddy or something like that like uh <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, I I just thought he goes, dude, you're all messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this like, guy who man. says that. Yeah. Also, but, like I mean, like so you know, it, this is like Clint. I just have to point out he's like got like a feather earring in, and he's like he's been like smoking. I think he was like smoking a J in this scene. It's just like this. This is a weird Clint Howard man. He's out there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he doesn't he like he picks the little like uh that's when he you know he picks up the hamster the hamster's like fucking just like barely any meat yeah what it looks like but then like like what like like something draws his attention towards like one of the machines right yeah because the because the tick ends up like scurrying underneath him across his feet alerting him so he goes over to some nearby pipes and he's looking at these pipes and i don't know where the tick like pounces like face hugger style um but it doesn't like jump onto him it like jumps onto like a nearby pipe which scares him which sends him fucking walking backwards directly into the fucking bear track trap which clamps down onto one of his legs and his scream here is very very realistic of how someone would probably scream in excruciating pain of a goddamn fucking bear trap uh squashed down on him um and uh uh next thing we know um he's laying there in pain and a fucking tick egg drops on the ground next to his face he looks a big up, ass fucking egg like i don't know how he wouldn't have earlier noticed these like seven different tick eggs like on the ceiling but as he's laying there another one falls from the ground directly onto his face and the camera cuts away so you know <laughs> We'll follow back up with Jarvis in a little bit, but obviously uh, he's in a very undesirable, you know, scenario. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. Um, then, then you kind of uh, you, you catch back up with the gang, and mm-hmm. uh, and it uh, they roll up to like their cabin, and one of the first things cabins. that happens, yep. cabins, yeah, and uh, is like Dee Dee gets out, and goes. This looks worse than the projects. No. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it, like, God damn these fucking characters, dude. It was a very, um, it was a very line rem- reminiscent of, I hate fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's there's, there's so some ridiculous, very cringy, uh, very cringy dialogue in this movie all and throughout this movie but <laughs> this and that lot that line is one of them for sure uh yeah so they they basically all them un, you know unload and they start uh trying to you know trying to look for for bunks cab you know in the cabins and um 
like when they when Tyler enters one of them, it's like it's really nasty for one. You know, okay, anyway. I, think, I think it might be a closet that he's looking in. OK, OK. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because like there's a shot of like panic jumping on the bunk and everything. So, yeah, it's like the, he he's looking in like a like a closet in one of the, one of the cabins. And it's like there's a big ass, nasty, gooey, gross looking sack. We later understand that it's probably a tick egg. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, like they're, you know, all the Tyler and the and the other the other uh, characters are like, like, uh, what the fuck is that? And Tyler like grabs a random hang- wire hanger and like pokes it enough until it just pops. And all like a lot of that sort of like similar green kind of goo comes out of it. Yep. Oh, it's nasty. It's sort like, of like two little like, uh, you know, um, adult like uh, I don't know what the term is. You know, you know for a for like a, a tick in that point of its life cycle where it's like a bait like a baby tick and uh, 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 panic stomps on one of them um, and then when they leave the the um, the closet you know we learn that there's still another one on the ground and then we also see this hole in the wall we follow through the hole in the wall and we learn that there's another like tick egg in the like in the hole in the wall about to burst but if that was me and I found that, like, I would be like, I don't know if I'm staying in this fucking cabin. <laughs> yeah, man, I wouldn't be too inclined to want to like, like, fall no. asleep in that fucking place. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a really strange moment, and and so then is the they next. Like, scene. Oh, yeah, dude, the next scene's fucking bizarre. Like, like, okay, so. Just out of nowhere, really. Like, it just jumps you into this, you well, know. Real quick, before you explain it, it's even more bizarre because it's the only scene in the movie where something like this happens and it's that's, never followed up, you know? Yeah, dude, that's what I mean. I was like, uh, like after watching the whole movie, you're just like, this is one of those, this is one of those scenes where you're just like, what the fuck were they going for here? And, like, why is this the only, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It, it Yeah. It's basically like a scene where Charles is like talking into like a tape recorder, like looking at all the, like the various uh, kids doing different things. And he's just like, like you know, psychoanalyzing them, yeah, essentially. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> you know, like he's like, you know, none of, the, none of them will probably be good. Uh, out out here in yeah. nature or whatever and it's but it's just like Kelly's yeah. a Kelly's a prisoner of her own mind and yeah like Rome this and Daryl you know is exhibiting like uh yeah it's so it's so bizarre strange, and there's some shots that are kind of funny I will say like one of them is with uh you know Daryl who is like like flipping around a hatchet and like catching it and you know like like doing almost like almost like martial arts esque right, moves with right, it, uh, right? And like Rome's like bench pressing something in this scene, you know, getting jacked up on those roids. And, I guess uh, so. Yeah, and like it just like it's like like you said, it just kind of takes you through like Dee Dee's like just lounging somewhere, like Kelly's, I don't know, fucking staring at some flowers or whatever in the scene. Yeah, like, she's she's probably the least like I well I don't know I guess there's a couple characters that are kind of 
just there, you know? It's really strange how they try to jam in some character development, like, way late in the movie for Kelly. Absolutely. And you're just like, I no longer care. <laughs> well, and it's just like, like when, when it happens, you just get dropped this bomb, but yeah. you, it, you, there was never any else established to this character where you, like, like this character or anything and then they drop this like heavy bomb but then it doesn't really play to the movie and another thing that frustrates me that we're kind of jumping the gun here but it brings all these characters along and you think that it's bringing them along so they can be part of the body count but this movie has a very 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 low body count and almost none of it happens on screen you know what i mean yeah like anyway it's, yeah it's yeah it's a weird weird dynamic um, but then we follow up with tyler and melissa and melissa who are seeming to be out in the woods enjoying a nice hike um we we get a shot and they do this a couple times where the camera will be like you'll you'll see like pulsating tick eggs like on something in the foreground with the characters walking behind it and in this shot it's like yeah. a tree with a bunch of tick eggs and they walk by it and they're talking and next thing we know they come across like another tree and uh behind melissa's back is another uh tick egg um you know she talks about how she hates uh camping she calls uh, being out in nature suffocating and vile whoa. like uh, i was like whoa dude i mean i wasn't really a huge fan of camping either growing up but i still like the times i went i still enjoyed it you know i mean yeah yeah don't get me wrong like i know people like i have friends who are a lot more into camping than i am like you said it's enjoyable but to call it like being out in nature suffocating that's what i thought was crazy i was like yeah. this little girl has never had a good camping trip <laughs> like, I, I i can at least enjoy nature and its beauty yeah. um yeah tyler here talks about how uh he wants to go back to camp and that sometimes he gets a feeling that something bad is going to happen and that's when he tells melissa not to move and that uh th that there's something on her back oh my god yeah dude and turns <laughs> out she has a giant fucking tick on her back although they don't know what it is because they're just like what right. the fuck is this you know and uh like honestly i thought we were gonna get like a first like i thought uh, we might we might get like a first kill or something here but uh -huh. really it's just kind of re like establishing the creatures further uh so tyler's like you know like oh god like i'm gonna try and get it off you and melissa's at first not very panicked but then very quickly gets way way more panicked as know? it's like you know digging into her back or like yeah you know. yeah she starts it's exactly it starts like actually hurting her and tyler's like trying to pry it off with like all of his might and he's like using like a stick to try and you know like get it off of her and it takes like a considerable fucking effort eventually Absolutely. he does but then you have this really funny shot of this giant insect with a stick attached to it scuttling off like <laughs> yeah because you don't get a full view of it yet because it's like still covered partially in the sack but yeah, yeah. just once again just the shots of the ticks like scampering about is uh probably oh, like uh, uh, I don't think they meant it to be comedic, but just maybe the sound effect. I don't know. It just it gives off a very it gave off a very like Looney Tune esque like sound effect style. You know. I mean, like it <laughs> reminds me one hundred percent of uh, of Dave Chappelle making like the sound effects for like he has this like old stand up where he talks about like uh, he's in like like 
the fucking bad part of town or whatever and like there's a crackheads in the trees and like what's going on he's like you know just weird shit it's like that's all i could think of exactly but uh anyway so this like obviously freaks the kid like tyler and melissa out so they go running back to fucking camp where you know classic 90s parent absolutely uh, uh they you know they run up and they're like oh my god this gigantic thing was on like melissa's back like it was fucking terrifying and like the charles just is like well we're out in nature yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the wilderness yeah, like, yeah. fuck off charles like you're fucking yeah. gaslighting me over here like, <laughs> yeah yeah, the, yeah they just shrug it off you know but dude, like that i mean like totally they're like like you guys are overreacting you know? yeah you know how many times that shit happened growing up though it was like like you'd like i don't know you'd fucking like really hurt your like hurt yourself you'd you your knees bleeding and you're like freaking out about it and you're you know your parents just like well uh that ain't like you're probably fine like you're gonna live yeah you're you're gonna live you yeah know? And you're just like fuck okay uh i mean i guess i am still here so eh. but yeah so funny just such a random like moment um they look like they're like grill, doing some grilling doing grilling some, some yeah they're grilling some burgers because like before the two run up daryl you know uh uh um you know uh compliments charles on his grilling skills um yeah so yeah it looks like they're enjoying some nice burgers uh and then they get some unexpected company oh um, my god dude unexpected and unwanted company yeah unwelcome for sure because out of nowhere here comes sir and jerry again you know god, like fucks. you're almost like did they follow them or like what the fuck yeah. um and it's really just a really weird scene where they sort of just walk up and they're like hey you know you guys should be careful there's you know cash people, yeah. cash croppers dope growers nearby and you should probably, you know, stick to your camp. You know, don't be wandering around where you shouldn't be. And then, like, poor sweet Charles, who's never seen a drug in his life, innocently asks yeah. them, what, oh, what, what kind of dope are they growing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a fucking like, Shut the fuck up, Charles. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a noob. It was hilarious. Oh my but god. Yeah, really nothing to, nothing of note. They leave. As they're leaving, Jerry has a kind of creepy line where he's like, Are these all your kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like what? And then <laughs> Daryl has another very cringe line of the movie where he's like, I knew I should have brought my piece, man. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> my piece, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Then we get uh, something far more interesting than all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, so this is where you follow back up with Jarvis, right? And uh he wakes up and um obviously his foot's still in a fucking bear trap, but uh there's something else going on with him besides that. It seems <laughs> like there's something crawling under his skin, like yeah. a fucking scarab beetle in the Brendan Fraser's mummy movie. And, yeah. like, and it's like, which is funny to use that, which is a more modern movie as a reference to this older movie. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, right. so um, 
and so he's like freaking out as one would you know yeah. as it like look as it's moving through his body like and, through, down his leg his chest oh down to God. his leg yeah and so like he like freaks out and he, he starts crawling towards the shelf this is where i like i i like i have a bone to pick with this scene so like he crawls over to the shelf and because again his foot's still in the bear trap and <laughs> he uh is like freaking out and it's in his leg and he pulls out a fucking gun and starts <laughs> trying to blast the thing yeah. out like with like in his leg and i was just like you know we talked about this in uh in slugs we just talked about this where 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 the guy in the greenhouse starts like like he goes like almost like you know for broke like, like he goes for like real. so quick where he starts chopping his hand off because there's something in his glove biting him like i don't know if i would grab a gun in this situation necessarily and start shooting my shooting own myself, leg yeah. hoping that i'm gonna get whatever it is like that would not be i don't know i mean i don't know what i would do rightly but i don't think i would do that like that wouldn't oh, be my no. go-to instinct my, the first thing you do yeah you'd probably oh maybe God, get a sharp object or something but yeah, yeah like i was i was like cracking up about that though i was like this motherfucker the this the you know switching from a gripe to a to a to a pro about this is you know we cut we we cut away from daryl from uh, jarvis and we'll follow back up with him later what i do like about all these jarvis's scenes is it's like every time we go back to his character his situation is like more and more oh, dire yeah. oh you yeah know? <laughs> and uh you know the next time we see him is like the best time we see him but yeah uh, what a conclusion what a, a thing to jump to is just pull out a gun and fire multiple rounds and in, like into your leg you yeah, he's like, jesus christ and just starts unloading into his leg yeah fuck uh, me but we go we jump into uh we jump from there he, he blasts his leg and then we go immediately into a classic daryl line oh he my goes, god he like he's hearing the gunshots go off and he goes man this sounds like home <laughs> yeah another cringe line because the the kids are outside like, Dude, that was so bad man like i don't know who wrote this dialogue but it's it's bad oh um, my god alfonso the was the first black guy that this person that whoever wrote this movie ever met <laughs> i guess so i maybe um because the kids are all like we see the kids are outside getting ready to start a fire Fuck. and mean meanwhile inside charles and holly are in bed knacking and uh, I think it's Rome dumps like a bunch of um, gas over the fire. So when they light it, it like, you know, big fire causes yeah, smoke dude, to build holy. up. <laughs> Which we've, I think every kid has done, you know, like done a fire and just poured way too much gasoline in it, maybe on a, on a barbecue or out camping. But it causes a bunch of smoke to billow in, alerting Charles who you know runs out and is really really rude about it he puts out the fire he tells them not to be stupid and you know daryl actually brings up a really really good point and it's one of the only like lines that i actually liked in the movie where he's like you, you know like hey man have you ever like stopped to think like no one's ever shown us how to start a campfire yeah um, well exactly yeah i thought i mean it was like a weirdly poignant line yeah absolutely right? absolutely like, because it seems so flippant but you're just like i mean that's really like why these kids are out here right like right because they have possibly neglectful parents who don't do these types of things with them whatsoever yep 
you know it's like my dad never showed me how to tie a tie you know like things, uh, you know and and, yeah. and, and, and uh, like for or how to people, shave yeah yeah exactly and um so yeah it was just like i was like damn dude i connect with that a little bit <laughs> yeah and then uh <laughs> we go from a, a as you eloquently put it a poignant line to a really like uh like a, a zing you know like like a angsty teen line where yeah. uh, where charles is like well you know, uh, uh, maybe tomorrow, not maybe tomorrow. I'll show you guys how to start a campfire because I'm busy tonight. And Melissa goes, "Busy, busy, what? Screwing Holly?" And then runs off like a, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a classic, like, like a, you know, yeah. something a preteen yeah. would do. You She'll know? never be my mom. And like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but for real though, like, like first night in the woods with a group of fucking random kids and you're you're already you and holly are already trying to buck down okay yeah like yeah. maybe i don't know i mean don't get me wrong sure get your buck on but just seemed like probably not go the best you. one right get your buck on go get your buck on <laughs> but yeah that, that that'll, be a hit, that'll be a very hidden track on the perkins album yeah 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 not to be confused <laughs> Yeah. Not to be confused with with Missy Elliott's "Get Your Freak On." It'll be its own, yeah. you know, yeah. song. Get your yeah, butt on. Next your... thing we, <laughs> next thing we know, we get a another like POV shot of what you know we led to assume as a tick scrambling about, and we see Brutus somewhere, you know, whimpering as it is notices this tick, um, and you know while that's going on. Uh, it seems like the group has disbanded to an extent and Daryl comes across Tyler who um, just got done throwing up uh, Daryl asks Tyler why he's scared and Tyler talks about getting dizzy sometimes and just then we see the tick full bore like jump and attack Brutus and the dog lets out one hell of a fucking whimper oh my uh, god dude <laughs> it was disturbing yeah. it was disturbing like, uh, yeah, it's, it's one thing for a human, like in a in a horror movie for a human, but like anytime a, like a a dog death happens in a movie, like it always for some reason just like, and I'm not even a dog owner, but for some reason it always just like gets to me, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the dog, the, it, it's like particularly dogs. Like, I have sympathies for all animals that get brutalized in horror movies, but <laughs> <laughs> but dogs are really get me. Uh. But yeah, so so you know, they hear they hear this terrible noise from Brutus, and uh, they go like running to obviously like check well, it Dar out. Daryl tells Tyler to go get oh, he, Charles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tyler goes back to camp, and uh, Daryl runs into the woods, and that's where you see these shots. Oh my of, god! Of poor Brutus, just like kind of bloodied on one side, and just like convulsing, like 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 just fucking. violently shaking yeah. yeah you're like holy shit oh it's awful and eventually uh it seems to come to an end as as uh as uh daryl walks back to camp with brutus's like body in his hands you know very very somber you know my boy my boy that'd be that would be fucked oh dude yeah. it absolutely fucked like that shit's that kind of shit will scar you for life. Okay. <laughs> like, but uh yeah, they I mean 
it's like one of those things like well i mean like nobody has any idea what the fuck happened right you know right um this obviously leads to uh sort of like Obviously, Daryl's upset. It leads to a bit of a falling out between him and Tyler, who seem to have been buddying up. Yeah. Um, it's a good and, way to put it. And, you know, Daryl, like, basically is just like, I've, I've got to get the fuck out of here. Like, you know. He has a, he has a great line here. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, Tyler obviously tries reasoning with him. Daryl's like, I've had enough of this bonanza bullshit. <laughs> bonanza then, bullshit. Like, like you mentioned, they do have a fall, like a falling out because he, he Daryl sort of threatens Tyler and is like, you know, I'm leaving. Like, don't say a word about this and just grabs his shit and fucking flees into the night. You're like, whoa. Yeah, dude. Not a good idea, man. Uh, uh, but somewhat understandable. But I mean, I don't understand, you know, like not wanting to be there for for sure. But I mean. Don't just yeah. go wandering off into the goddamn woods and uh, at night Especially by yourself. Your dog man. just got attacked by who knows what. You know. Yeah, what that's I mean? why. That's the other thing. I was like, I was like, isn't it not concerned that something might attack him? But yeah, who gives a, a fuck, a, dude? It was a panic bonehead move. Panic, don't panic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. Pa- but then yeah. we then we follow up, and it's we follow up. It's it's presumably the next morning, and we see uh, the sheriff uh, uh, pulling up to. Um, the cabins. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Ron and Clint Howard's father, Rance, which is a hell of a name. Dude, um, they got like they got uh, it. I don't know. There is like a distinct look on absolutely them, on them that you can t- kind of tell. I think it's a absolutely. little bit of like that. Like a little it has to do with like a little. Like their eyes are kind of sunken, you know, a little bit. But anyway, yeah. So he rolls up and. Uh, uh, Charles like shows him the dog pretty quickly. Um, yeah, that's like why he's there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know his best like the sheriff basically was just like you should probably just take that into town. And yeah, have uh, the local Doctor Kate, Doctor yeah. Kate, look at him. Um, oh my god! But there was there was something really funny. Oh, it was uh, Holly's like making like breakfast or whatever. Right. And she's like, sheriff, you want some breakfast? And then like, he like walks over and kind of like inspects what she's doing. Sees that she's making some like of the world's shittiest campground flapjacks I've ever seen. Yeah. I guarantee you folks that you will never get flapjacks like that at a Perkins. Okay. Uh, no, better not. No. Uh, and the sh- and then he's like he like looks at all that and he's just like I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought that was funny too. That was like sick like, bird sheriffs. Like nah, I'll, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. He also is like hey, you know, there's a local man named Jarvis that didn't show home last night. Uh, any of you guys see him? Yeah. Nope. Okay. And then he just takes off and that's the last <laughs> we see of him. Like okay. it was another like really like kind of a random like unnecessary role really you know yeah um yep i thought so too i was like well i guess this but you know this leads you know they're obviously about to have breakfast so this is when holly is like hey tyler you know go uh wake up panic and that's when Mm -hmm. tyler you know uh uh you know opens up and is honest and lets them know you know that 
he left and you know charles kind of rudely is like you know like almost blaming him for him as if he like didn't try to stop him from leaving and tyler like storms off into the woods and melissa has another like sass line against her father and you know melissa follows after him um and like goes and sits next to him on the ground in the cabin and they sort of have this touchy moment where she apologizes for her dad being an asshole um and it seems like they're about to kiss when when uh, but it gets cut short when charles comes in and asks tyler if he wants him he tells tyler that he's gonna go take the corpse dog corpse to kate and look for uh panic asks him if he wants to go along yeah little male bonding time the tension was real in that scene man her her hand was on his leg like they locked out he looked like like he was gonna pass out you know (laughs) jesus uh but yeah charles yeah it was well and that's like that's part of like again part of the reason they're up there is to like help these kids with some of their issues and and so it was a really cool moment that charles actually was like hey tyler like I would like it if you came with me to do this activity because you, right. you know, Tyler's like there to figure out how to have a good, like to, you know, which is almost like a, for, like is like the like whole like premise of why they're up there. But then it sort of obviously just gets like forgotten about with all everything oh, that ensues. Oh, yeah. But yeah, as chaos continues to grow that, that, that just like gets shoved out the fucking window. Yeah. Um, but Melissa, uh, Melissa, yeah. Melissa wants to go along too. But Charles shoots it down and tells her that, you know, uh, Holly could use some support around here. Um, So, yeah, you know, the next thing we know, Charles and Tyler are driving on and they do sort of talk a little bit about um, Tyler's situation. And this is where we learn uh, the background of this childhood trauma that he has and still carries with him. And it is actually a pretty fucked up story. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, it's like you. May, I mean, that's like it's, it's it's what confirms some of those shots in the earlier, in, you know, in the movie where right you see a boy in the woods by himself. Tyler basically tells Charles about how his dad left him in the fucking woods when he was like eight or something. Yeah, for like three days. Yeah, yeah, and like he basically, as a kid, didn't know what to do and he was panicked, and so he basically just like held on to this tree and like didn't move really away from it for like three fucking days until uh, his dad sobered up and you know yeah it's a pretty fucked yeah. up story yeah dude i was <laughs> like god damn man that's why it's even more fucked up at the beginning where his dad just like drops him off like yep see ya <laughs> you know yeah and that's why go i fi- guess go fix that trauma you have because of me yeah <laughs> exactly because of me um but you know so tyler drops that bomb on everybody uh there's these shots as they're driving down like the one road to town or whatever um where you kind of uh follow up with panic for a second right Mm -hmm. like he's like you know um in the car tyler and charles are like the you know but they briefly mentioned like i hope panic's all right charles is like uh panic pretty sure panic can take care of himself which is just you know He's a fucking teen, man. Like every teen thinks they can take care of themselves. Yeah, uh, a parrot, a parrot. Yeah, that was a pretty shitty line for Charles to say. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, but uh, he'll be fine. 
but so so panic is like you see him um like he hears the van driving he climbs up some rocks and he sees them actually driving by uh kind of scoffs a little bit like yeah they're like really looking hard for me and then goes like goes back down looks like he was maybe sleeping in this rock crevice uh yeah overnight or something um and then doesn't it jump you to the vet the vet's office or the doctor's office yeah yep yep yeah yeah now we're at dr kate's and she's obviously you know they're there so she can investigate this corpse um and she knows that you know she she puts a syringe in to draw some blood and you know notices something uh, uh abnormal that there's no plasma coming out and she deduces that something drained the blood from the dog and then something even more bizarre starts to happen where she you know there happens to be some blood that comes into the syringe and she's pulling on it but just as soon as she's drawing up the blood like something like pulls the blood back out and this yeah. happens a couple times and she's like super confused and it actually was kind of an interesting scene um and you know out of nowhere like more blood starts to like hemorrhage out of this spot brutus starts to shake again and she just like rips this fucking tick out and in another somewhat hilarious scene from earlier like next thing you know you see this tick with the syringe hanging out of its back like skittering yeah. across the ground <laughs> yeah dude that shit was wild and so you know basically like uh they they you know quickly like uh, she tells Charles, like, shut the door so it doesn't get out. He runs over and, like, shuts the door. Tyler, hero of the day, runs over with a towel, puts it underneath the door so, the, the you know, underneath the door crack is covered. And then the hunt begins, right? Like, they start <laughs> scouring the room trying to find this gigantic Ridiculous. tick with a fucking syringe in its back. <laughs> and... Uh, I thought it was really funny. Like this thing's like crawling around with a syringe in its back. It just burrowed its way in and out of a dog. Uh, and the Dr. Kate has like, yeah. what's basically like a, like a goldfish net Yeah. that, the, that yeah. like she's trying to like catch it with. And I'm like, do you oh really think that that's going to fucking God. stop it dog? Uh, like, come on. <laughs> I, I pointed that out too. She picks up like an aquarium yeah. fish net, you know, you're like, like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> Bro, that is not the weapon of choice here. It's like that scene in scary movie where it's like grenade. Uh, but, you know, handgun or whatever. Banana. banana. <laughs> banana Paris takes the fucking banana. <laughs> Dude, I don't care what anyone says because, you know, like, like Scary Movie 2 is pretty good and they obviously start falling off in quality. Oh, dude. But I'll, my money, any day of the week, Scary Movie is a top-notch fucking uh, horror comedy spoof that still stands up today and is oh, still dude. fucking hilarious. Dude, Scary I love movie. that movie. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's almost been too long. Like, now I want to go rewatch it. Like, it is such a solid movie. Uh, yeah. I know. That's why I was yeah, just she grabs the banana. <laughs> I honestly might have to just try and find that and rewatch it. So. Same. It, Same. Because it is. It's, uh, oh, it's just so fucking good. Um, but yeah, so uh, the doctor ventured, uh, hears something on top of like a cabinet or whatever. And uh, 
Nick approaches, the ticks up there, knocks a vase off the fucking a vase. <laughs> hey man, I'm trying to be lunch and classy. Okay, yes. so I gotta like I start saying yes. things like 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 vase or and if I walk in and the word. Yes. If I try and order a, a, a croissant, I can't say croissant anymore, I have to say croissant. Croissant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know bag, baguette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about you know we're we're just, uh, I want to be luncheon classy, man. We're we're grinding for that luncheon. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not we're not here we're not here for lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. At ele- at eleven thirty every day, I take luncheon. Luncheon, yeah. <laughs> what right. you, I'm gonna start using that at work. Like, what are you gonna what are you doing for luncheon? <laughs> oh man. Um. So, okay, so this is what I mean where, like, where, what I meant earlier where, uh, so basically, like, the doctor ends up squishing the giant tick, right? Oh, my God, yeah. And that's where I was like, okay, so you can squish these motherfuckers. Like, what, you know, uh, that's why I was like, yeah, the whole fire thing was just... Yeah, if you're not able to squish a small one, you shouldn't... I understand it's bigger, but yeah, it's a really good point that is kind of like, I wouldn't necessarily call it a plot hole no but it's it, not a plot but, hole, just but it is like a uh a, 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 i was like why what? why why make burning like like burning them uh such a big like, deal with that yeah. scene yeah when like obviously they can just be killed like any number of other things and other things also can't be burned anyway uh so so she squishes it and then they do some like investigating because they're still not really certain that it's a fucking tick but as she's like pulling out the guts and like looking at it all splayed out she's like this is a fucking tick a wood tick, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, it, it, and it's another, it's a scene that's, you know, there's a very similar scene to this in Slugs. Oh, yeah. And there's a very similar scene to this in the Nest, you know, where they're oh, sort yeah. of investiga- <laughs> investigating this, like, uh, uh, enlarged, you know, like, uh, uh, almost mutant tick, you know, and she, this is where she deduces, you know, she uh, deduces that, um, you know, it's a steroid, and that the marijuana growers use it on their crops to accelerate growth. And she also mentioned something that I want to look up and see if this is true or not, or if this is just like something they made up for the movie. But she talks about how, you know, whatever it secretes causes hallucinations, um, and that's what may have happened to Brutus. Um, so you're sort of like, oh shit, like that raises the stakes a little bit, you know? Yeah, well, because, like, that's, and that's why I didn't, under, like, I, I, like, so when she mentions that comment, it's, it's, like, the numbing agent that, like, they have when the they numbing bite agent. you. numbing agent, there we go, yeah. Uh, if it's, like, proportionate to how large this tick is, it could cause you that's to fucking hallucinate, you, you know Thank what I mean? You. Like, yeah. Which I actually thought was kind of cool. I was, like, uh, you know, they're describing like you know like spider-man the proportionate strength and speed of a spider yeah like there's the proportionate right. strength and uh hallucinatory numbing agent of a tick you know? <laughs> <laughs> not not yeah not to be confused with the tick you know oh, the, yeah. you know a, a very underrated um you know uh indie comic that has been you know unsuccessfully adapted multiple times uh unfortunately I will say this though: the Amazon Tick series is actually pretty cool. I need to watch it. Um, But I remember a couple years ago, like when uh, 
And I talked about this before, you know, oh, actually, I, I now that I'm bringing this up, today is my four-year uh, sobriety birthday. Yeah, um, buddy. But I talked before about how there was a point where I ended up selling all of my, you know, comic collection for heroin. But there was a there was a period there, like five years ago, where I was when I was like on a huge like comic collecting binge, mm-hmm. and I ended up picking up like a pretty like large chunk of um, Tick comics, and that like it's it's well written, you know, it's subversive, it's funny. Like it, I just think it's such an underappreciated, you know. Uh, uh, indie comic, but I think because of the, you know, like I think the animated show was pretty good, but the Patrick Warburton like live action series is pretty shit. Um, yeah, although I do like Patrick Warburton as the tick. I, I don't, I don't think yeah. overall it was like a very good series. Okay. I guess, okay, I'm going to take your recommendation and watch the newer live action one. I, I just haven't watched it just because of, I think. Because I'm not a fan of the Patrick Warburton tick, and it left a sour taste in my mouth. Like I, I'll watch it and give it a shot. Well, it's definitely a different take on it, right? So it like, like its whole like it's basically like the first episode. You kind of like are wondering if this kid is just seeing the tick or not, right? Okay. Um, so it's definitely a different take on it, but I, I still I still enjoyed it as a as a, just a random okay. property. Um, anyway, so so. Uh, so we learn all this, you know, and then we follow back up with Daryl and he's instantly in a very similar situation that mm. Jarvis was in earlier and seems to have something like pulsating and throbbing on his leg. He cuts open Good. his pants and he's got a fucking giant goddamn tick on his leg. Oh, man, um, I would be freaking the fuck out. Yeah, that that's where, you know, you realize, like, I made a bad decision here. Um <laughs> He, you know, pulls out his switchblade. He pulls out his blade, and he has his way. And uh, <laughs> he, you know, the tick is dug into his leg pretty good, and he he's able to pry it free. But it's like that top, like its head is like missing, and yeah. seems to be like still inside his leg. Um, and you know, he screams in pain, and then the camera cuts back to you know what's what's going on at the cabin, you know. Yeah. So which... Daryl, you know, we we know that Jarvis is in this extremely, you know, dire situation. Now we see Daryl's in this pretty uh, bad situation, and we just got this like knowledge bomb dropped on us about you know uh, all all these dangerous like side effects of these ticks. So you're really like the the the, the ante starting to get up up here, and it only continues to do so moving forward. Oh yeah. Um, like you said, it kind of just brings you back to the cabin and, uh, really like, you know, everybody's fucking bummed out because, uh, uh, Brutus was just strangely, weirdly, uh, killed. Yeah. And Daryl's Daryl's not there. Yeah. yeah, He's missing. And, um, so Holly is trying to like figure out what the fuck to do with the kids and she yep. goes and like asks melissa like hey why don't you take some people you know fishing by at the pond yeah and, uh, which is cool but really holly should fucking do it because she's the fucking adult you know be like yeah, i'm gonna rally yeah. these kids but she like, schluffs it off on melissa yeah it kind of um, reminds me of like sleepaway camp three like go fish and catch your dinner while i sit here and do dick all you yeah, know well, I fucking <laughs> read my magazines uh and at first, Melissa's like, I don't want to. And then Holly's like, 
you know, starts shouting at the other kids, like, who wants to go? Like, Kelly, you want to go fishing? Kelly's like, yeah. Well, she's I mean, non-verbal, she yeah, but know, she's, yeah. she, well, she's, yeah, she's non-verbal. Uh, she nods and, her head. And, uh, you know, uh, Holly tries to get Dee Dee and fucking Rome to go, and, uh, yeah, Rome, I'm allergic to fish. Uh, I know I said it earlier. Somebody's not getting the tilapia, Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says he's allergic to fish, and I already said the line earlier, but it's very, very reminiscent of, you know, um, uh, Psycho Pike. Uh, fish, I guess. Um, but yeah, Rome is, says he's allergic to fish, and, you know, Dee doesn't seem to be on board either holly brings up a good point well you know you could sunbathe by the pond um but long story short it just ends up being uh melissa and kelly that head off the fish together yeah uh but it seems to be you know a good bonding moment for them oh god yeah so as they're trying to the woods what's what, what do they talk about oh my yeah i'm gonna have to fuck yeah we get a we get a like i said earlier and you when you mentioned like how they tried to do some like character development like way late in the movie like up until this point like not you know kelly's barely you know been seen and she hasn't uttered her word um you know as they're walking uh uh melissa tries talking to kelly and at first she just communicates non-verbally again by nodding her head and then out of nowhere kelly tells her you know sometimes i just don't like to talk and then, you know, I don't know, like, they could have d- done anything they wanted here, but uh, Kelly drops this huge, like, unsettling bomb that uh, she got raped at some point and that afterwards she didn't have much to say. Um, you it's, know, it's yeah, a really yeah. heavy, heavy thing to learn about this character that you don't really have any connection to or it was so about. fucking random like that yeah you're just like what the fuck because it I is it's a heavy thing to say but yeah she, it's just like i said like i feel like they really haven't done much character development for hardly any of these characters anybody. Yeah. and so at this point you're just sort of like i'm just waiting for you to die hopefully so I can, right. you know, not like yeah. like her as a character but just like you know as a horror movie fan yeah you watching want people to die movie. it's a horror movie yeah <laughs> and she also meant she does too like kind of like humble melissa a little bit but again it doesn't really play into the movie at all because there is no character development and really doesn't matter or like we don't really see any more further like establishment of holly and melissa's character as like a child and a surrogate mother but uh kelly mentions like you know uh the only person that was really there for me that 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 like worked me through this was holly so you should give her a chance you know what i mean which is some good you know like a good point like stop being an angsty fucking brat you know what i mean yeah uh my dad's taking me to camp with holly again (laughs) yeah so uh, as you know, as they're heading to the pond, we also see that at some other point in you know the area that they're at, that Rome and D are also you know together. They uh, pass by like an old rundown cabin. They make out. They make a joke about like rednecks, 
Um, and then we cut back to the girls that are fishing. And what yeah. do they discover? <laughs> As they're fishing in the pond, you know, uh, hopefully grabbing some tilapia or something. Um, <laughs> it's not quite what they reel in. So, no, they... not my catch of the day that I want. <laughs> <laughs> So... Fishing lingo. <laughs> We're trying to make up for, uh, you know, fumbling and stumbling through yeah. Psycho Pike and uh, Bloodhook with not knowing dick all about, you know, fishing terminology. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. We need to we need to uh, go on a gone fishing trip and uh, we do. We and do. Uh, act, act, record a pod while fishing. That'd be great. Dude, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, but anyway, uh, so so there in the pond, they discover the body of isn't it? It's the sheriff, right? Yeah, but it doesn't look at all. No, it does not. That's what threw me off at first. It's like a completely different. Like it's a complete. Anyway, so they find the body of the sheriff, and like hidden in the fucking bushes is the sheriff is the cop car. Yeah, and you have no idea when this happened, right? In between, well, sometime in between him uh, denying Holly uh, Holly's breakfast and uh, going back to town or yeah, something. Yeah, at some point at that day within like an hour, two, three span, like, you yeah. know. I was like, what the Jesus fuck happened? Christ. But yeah, so, so they, you know, understandably freak out and, uh, and it's like... I mean, I, I, they start running back to camp or whatever at that point, I think. And then, yeah, then isn't, that, isn't that when you jump back to D? Yeah, yeah. And she, uh, you know, in that last little scene of her in Rome, it's one of those, like, you know, uh, teen moments where, you know, you're making out. And then, the you know, the girl, like, runs off, like, tee like, come catch me. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> come catch me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, you know. Who knows how, like, as you know, further ahead of Rome, or, you know, because at this point it's just her, and she, we see as a viewer uh, that she's coming across, you know, that shed that uh, Jarvis is at, and we, as a viewer, also, yeah. you know, still don't know the fate of Jarvis, but we do know that the last time we saw him, he had a tick crawling inside of him and tried to blast it away with a with a pistol and his leg is fucking stuck in a bear trap so yeah dude he is fucked up at the moment wherever he is and uh <laughs> yeah this, this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie um that, ha yes. that happens in this in the, in the, in the in this sequence cuz you know she comes across the shed uh, she takes a look around for a little while she stumbles across some of the pot plants and then she notices a wall that's just covered in fucking tick eggs and for some oh. stupid reason um you know she inches just close and i really thought this is going to be a scene where like a tick egg like burst and latches onto her face and that doesn't happen we get it, uh, something similar and but even better but yeah she's like why would you do that why like you see this like wall of this like grotesque fucking pulsating throbbing sacks of whatever it is and your first instinct is to literally like like <laughs> like, I don't I just don't like even understand like, it almost yeah. being nose to nose that like hmm wonder what this is yeah it was fucking crazy do you, do you have these like weird shots where it's like from the inside of the ticket yeah. where it's like you see like the some of the ticks little like legs like you know land it's like you can kind of in like through like the lens of like the 
sack or whatever you kind of blearily see yeah uh, uh d on the outside but what like what does she really run into uh yeah when she turns around for uh, from the the wall of tick set tick eggs you know i think one thing to take away from this movie is don't back away you know from things because she, she she backs away and bumps into goddamn fucking jarvis and he's in a real bad way his face is like half of it is like gnarled and like grotesque and he's talking he has a pistol he's waving a pistol around like a maniac and he's talking about how uh, he can't see them he asks her to take her gun she stumbles again like over something on the ground i don't know what it was but it causes her to trip over and Jarvis, who, as we hear, can't really like see what's going on. Yeah, he gets, he's like, I'm he, blind, he, I can't see you. Like, oh my god, dude. He stumbles into another fucking bear trap. <laughs> and this would be a fucked up scenario. He stumbles into another bear trap and falls fucking onto D, like face to face with D. He has this fucking disgusting looking face and in great, great we talked about this earlier one of our favorite things part of his fucking like cheek starts to boil and pulsate and fucking bursts sending a tick you know um, uh, uh, essentially erupts from this fucking boil on his face and latches onto D's neck causing her to you know get up and run off as um as Jarvis falls to the ground and breathes last breath. So holy shit. It's crazy, man. Crazy. I did think the bear trap, the second bear trap was fucking hilarious, but that, that, <laughs> that, yeah, that shot of the tick bursting out of his face and like onto, like jumping onto her neck. Like that was, that's like a fucking nightmare, man. That's, that's so gross. Gnarly. Yeah. Cause at this point we're just jumping from like, fucked up situation to fucked up situation yeah and that continues into the next scene because who do we follow oh up with next oh my god dude this this <laughs> this was really funny and like until like for a second honestly so you follow up with daryl who's like you know he's laying like face down on the fucking ground and he like wakes up and like looks at his leg and then uh seemingly uh starts tripping balls or something um and he has this like there's like this sequence where he's like in an alley and there's like some other people in front of him and then those other people start beating the crap out of him and uh and then it quickly comes back to reality and it's like fucking sir and what's his fucking jerry jerry and they're and jerry's just kicking the shit out of uh fucking uh daryl who seemingly was not fighting back you know what right. I mean? He's, it's like it's like he's almost just laying there, and they like stumbled upon him, and they're just beating the fucking hell out of him for some. Yeah, you like know? they they jump to the conclusion that he's there to, you know, steal, steal some of their blood. their marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Like, what a shitty thing to wake up to, because yeah, so <laughs> yeah, crazy. And and yeah, so like like you said, they they think that he's stealing they stealing their weed, and he you know they basically like i don't know like because daryl gets the it's upper like hand a weird first. vibe well daryl what daryl does is like i mean he gets like he like i said he gets beat the fuck up they are they're like and he's like holding a sir's like holding a shotgun in his face they have this joke where he or this line where he's like you know 
like they want him to like say he's a faggot and uh yeah. and he like throws it back in their face i don't know it was just like strange like and and then he pulls out a switchblade and like stabs jerry in the knee Mm-hmm. Which gets him, like gets him off the ground, so he's able to run. But like, really, like in yeah, hot he, pursuit for somebody who just got stabbed in the fucking knee. Jerry's like on it. Like he like follows him, pulls the fucking blade out. Like it's just this whole sequence is just wild that this is happening. And 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 like follows fucking daryl tackles him at one point but daryl does get the upper hand and started kicking the shit out of jerry yeah he like does multiple times just like punches uh, him across the face you know yeah i love it he's like he's like he calls him like he's like beating him up and he's like i'm gonna kill you or something like that and he's like you, you country fuck and he just slugs oh, yeah. him again <laughs> yeah yeah but okay so sir but- Sir, sir, uh, runs up. God, this fucking knockoff Gary Busey. The like, sir runs up and like blasts his shotgun right into some propane tanks that just seem to be yeah. hanging out nearby. Yeah. Of course, and it causes them to erupt. And then he then he shoots Daryl in the fucking side as Daryl's trying to run off. Yes. And like so, like not only is Daryl like. Cr- pretty much critically fucking injured at this point uh now there's like a fucking blaze in the middle of this forest you yeah know? this forest fire just started yeah. you know and so those two country fucks start running off and uh at one point you know you hear like jerry say like uh, all the leaves are burned up and and shit and so i but then you also have this brief <laughs> I thought oh this my was God. crazy. I was like, this is not how this works. And, and you have the shot where like Daryl's like slumped over uh, the side of a hill. He's fucking bleeding. You know, he's bleeding from his gunshot wound. He's bleeding from his fucking Jesus beat down. Christ. He's just like, he's yeah. fucked up, dude. He's in a heap. Yeah. Yeah. And he pulls out the bag of steroids that he stole earlier. And he's like, Get it like start get it, chowing just, him down. Just, yeah, yeah, just pop a bunch of roids to like give himself some extra go. Yeah, like, like you said, I don't think that's how it works. This isn't like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Like, this is gonna, you know, this will heal me and give me energy and stamina. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, and. and Oh my god, it's just crazy. Just crazy. Like the whole sequence, like jumping from the shed sequence to that sequence is just like what is fucking happening right now? Yeah, because uh, like and we we see a little bit more of like those hallucinatory side effects in the next mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. So we follow we, we follow back up with you know, Rome is tending to D and you know we get a we get a look from her point of view and she doesn't see in her like hallucinatory state she doesn't see rome but she sees a vision of jarvis's gnarly you know bulbous face freaking out um and, and, of, and of, of course while this yeah. is happening also in the background hanging on a tree at one point when you you know you see a pulsating fucking tick egg <laughs> yeah but you know sort of in a really good timing of like right place right time um Tyler and Charles, you know, come across in the van, uh, which, you know, sort of alleviates the situation for Roman D. 
Uh, they hop into the van and Rome tells them, you know, there's something wrong with her. And she got bit by something. And this is when Charles is like, all right, well, we're going to go back to the cabin. We're going to get the others and we're going to head in town. Yeah. Um, you know, the camera pans to a, a, a shot of, you know, this massive forest fire that is now raging. Dude, it uh, is fucking it, a blaze. Okay. And it's just sending ticks just like scurrying and scampering about. So once again, like I said, like stakes are just getting raised and raised more and more where there's multiple characters that are you know on death's door this fire's blazing there's a whole swath a whole army of ticks out there so you know that like it's gonna reach it's like crescendo here soon and then like those two girls you know just recently found like a fucking dead body like the sheriff's dead body like all sorts of wild shit is just going down all of a sudden yes uh, yes. Yeah, and and it does. You know, you take you go back to the cabin. Holly's like you see Kelly comforting uh, uh, Melissa, mm-hmm. uh, and you you know Holly's like looking out the window, waiting to see if anybody you know when Charles like, and night, we're gonna nightfall is approaching. Yeah, and then you see all these shots of like ticks scuttling up the fucking rooftop and like whatnot. And you, oh my god, out. Oh, uh, but yeah, so eventually Charles and uh, D and Rome and Tyler all show back up, carrying uh, D inside, and you know that's when Holly drops the bomb. Like these two just found the sheriff's fucking jeep and his dead body, uh, and they're basically just like, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here." Yeah, let's like, pack let's our go. shit and let's go. Yeah, let's go. Um, but that doesn't exactly happen. Nope. Because nope. those fucking goddamn country fucks. <laughs> the country bumpkins, yeah. They <laughs> they have a knack for timing. Um, yeah. Yeah, Charles is like looking out the window uh, to see the ticks approaching and the fire. And, you know, I don't know where he gets jump scared by Jerry. who's banging on the window. Uh, you know, he comes to the door pleading to, to let in. And, you know, at this point in the movie well, still. Did, they, I mean, and Jerry has like a couple of ticks on his fucking face. Like, yeah. Because at, yeah. at this point in the movie, like, they, they don't, you know, they just think that these are two, like, unassuming characters. Um, you know, they played to be let in. Uh, everyone, you know, sort of thinks it's a bad idea. But Charles, you know, wanting to help lets them in. Um, you know, they run in. There's a frantic scene, like you said, where Jerry's co- sort of covered in ticks. So they stomp one out. They throw one against the bookshelf to kill it. Um, you know, they, 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 uh, they, they're sir mentions how they're grateful uh for letting them in and this is when you know you hear everyone that's in the cabin here you know here's above them that on the roof like they hear all these ticks crawling atop the roof yeah. um charles tells them that hey you know we're getting ready to ride into town you can come with us uh sir tells them that jerry needs medical attention so holly goes to grab a first aid kit you know and then you know we get this shot of daryl who is outside in bad shape limping himself coming across the cabin as well uh uh uh. so you know that like this isn't a good situation for you know these other two characters the guy here that just shot him and that comes to a head real quick where you know uh daryl comes in um and uh uh, they start tending to him he starts having a seizure yeah uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, and you know they, they they burn the tick off of him it explodes and daryl you know comes to and tries to tell the group about him being attacked and shot by sir but he can't really get the words out he sort of mumbles and then he 
uh, you know, succumbs to his injuries and dies. Yeah. Which, like, and it was like an emotional fucking death, dude. Right. Like, Tyler's there, like, holding his hand. Like, you know, Holly's there crying over him. You know, it's okay. It's okay, Daryl. Like, you know, like... All this shit, like it's 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 like they really like this was Alfonso's fucking moment in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah Okay, yeah. Alfonso, it's time to show your range, baby. Just do, just yeah. open, just open those floodgates. You know. Yeah. It was nuts. It was nuts. Uh, and yeah, so so like he said, he die, he kind of he dies. It's I don't even know. I'm still broken up about it. Yeah. Um, and then Tyler points sir, something. Sorry. Tyler. What? Tyler points something out, you know, that's a really good point. Because uh, Jerry because right after he dies, Jerry's like, All right, we like we should we should best be moving on. And Tyler's like, Well, bugs don't use guns. And Melissa's like, just like someone shot the sheriff, and that's when the turn happens. Yep. And you know, Sir pulls out his shotgun, starts threatening the group. He asks oh for God, the keys. Things to the escalate van. quickly. Absolutely, positively dude. do they. Yeah, like you said, like he like asks for key they, like, he's like, I'm gonna need those keys. Uh, Charles is like, you know, uh, no. And then, uh, <laughs> Jerry, and then Jerry go, yeah, he goes and like grabs like a belt or whatever the fuck and starts strangling Rome with it. Um, and then like Charles, like, I don't know. He's like making his way to like the back door or something. And sir just fucking blasts him in the goddamn leg. Uh, Jesus Christ. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and then like at one point like sir grabs tyler he's like pulling tyler's hair holding him there makes everybody yeah. get the fuck still you know we're getting those goddamn keys kind of situation yeah J- then, jerry punches d in the face fucking. yeah <laughs> then there's this really strange line so uh jerry's holding up on like strangling rome right like uh, like i was saying and at one point he like r- wipes his hand on Rome's face oh, and goes so like weird. goes like oh you really this one's really oily just like you like him like he's talking to sir like you know he's like and I didn't I was I don't know I was just it was, like it was another cringe scene yeah I was like what does that fucking mean man <laughs> like, sir sir does have a really good line here though where he's like people please refrain from further stupidity you're wasting my bullets yeah um he essentially you know tells him like hey uh if you don't give me the keys i'm gonna start feeding you to those ticks one by one so you know they definitely have the the upper hand at the moment yeah and that you know they do charles relents um tosses him the keys and then this is where sir tells jerry like all right dude like you need to go out and get that van and bring it around you know so at least he was nice enough to like not make one well, of he group. tried he tried to at yeah, first they were right. at first they were like they were gonna make uh melissa go out and do it and holly was like said something you know stopped him in some way like you know she, she can't fucking do that she doesn't know how to drive or whatever the fuck it was her excuse well, guess, was yeah. none and of them are probably old enough to drive so and yeah then uh, that's when like Sir like kind of turns on Jerry, you know, and just like, all right, Jerry, well then you got to go out and get You're it. Up. And Jerry's yeah. like, I don't want to fucking do it. Like he he was definitely like hesitant in that scene, almost. I think anyone almost would be. pushed back, you know, like against almost. Against it. But yeah, no, he's under Sir's thumb. Uh, well, because he because he yeah. even like uh, uh, Sir even like points the shotgun at him, you know, yeah. and that's when he's like, yes, Sir. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah, love yeah, that's right. He's like, he like, he's like holding his shotgun, and he just like, in the other hand, he just holds out his hands with the keys, and I'm like, come get him now. <laughs> yep. 
so this leads Jerry outside. He's got a he's got a piece of wood on fire, and then in this like hilarious. And I, I forgot to mention because he does have this earlier in the film at like the scene where they're at like the mini mart or whatever. But in like a in like a um, in like a cut like a, 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 yeah. a, a you know a, a wish version of Indiana Jones. He has this yeah. like weird ass tiny little whip in the other hand like what's that gonna do dude you yeah know? dude yeah <laughs> he's, he's trying to like he's trying to like them off the fucking yeah. off the fucking <laughs> roof and stuff yeah but he's trying he's trying to punch sound effects and ticks out there <laughs> yeah but the, <laughs> the whip was so fucking funny i know like what is that gonna do dude like i understand the stick on fire but what the fuck is this whip gonna do yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. So he, I mean, he makes it. He makes it to the van, like luckily. Um, yes. But yep. he does get like immediately bit on the by back a of the fucking neck. Fucking tick on the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's when I like he this like. Scene. It's like, is he? Do you think it's like him? Yeah, it's him hallucinating from the tick yeah. bite. Yeah. Uh, he like kind of like groggily is like you know, like looks up and instead of sir with the shotgun and he sees the dead body of the sheriff and the sheriff's yeah. kind of like you know sort of mangled and fucked up looking yeah and uh and Zombified. jerry yeah jerry just drives the fucking van straight at him and straight into the fucking house like the oh, cabin fuck. It's yeah. crazy. it was just, I, like, I like that scene yeah i yeah, like that dude, scene a lot you know it, just it, I did not, like, I did not expect it, but I, not at I all. thought it was really cool too. I was like, "Damn, yeah. dude!" <laughs> yeah, he just sends the van, you know, just barreling through the wall with yeah. Sir getting knocked around like a fucking crash test dummy. Um, it was, it was, a, it was a good scene. So yeah, yeah. He, 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 you know, he blasts, uh, he makes his way, you know, the van makes its way through the house, um, and you know uh uh the group you know the the rest of the group get up and are alive and we also you know sir himself you know rises from the wreckage as well which was crazy um, to me i yeah. was like dude there's no way that dude took a fucking van head on there's no way and, and like has is no way anyway so and he gets up yeah. like basically unscathed with the pistol in his hand um you know and this is when the ticks start falling like uh from the ceiling and making their way in obviously from this gigantic hole that was just made in the wall not not only that but uh, you know it was one of them falls on the rome's head and sir starts like shooting multiple shots which causes a hole in the ceiling um to appear uh, this one kelly has like a somewhat good idea she grabs a broom and she starts using a broom to sweep aside ticks as the as the rest of the uh, campers you know start prying uh pieces of wood free from the van so they can escape yeah um but before they can you know sir tries to gain the upper hand again um by he grabs melissa by the hair uh uh uh, charles rushes him um to wrestle the gun free the group helms and it looks like rome like accidentally stabs um sir with a knife as well yeah Uh, but then oh my god dude but then shit really starts hitting the fan this is where I definitively thought, you know, like they all watched, they all watched the nest at some point um, because, well, not maybe right here, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, so, so in the background, while all this is happening, you start seeing 
fucking Daryl's body just spasming and just shaking and convulsing on the ground from underneath the blanket. Yes. Yes. And then it starts moving like like it flies backward and and you're like okay there's something fucking crazy happening cuz and then cuz like like that that's all one thing but then it starts moving across the floor like you'd see in like a fucking possession movie or something yeah for you know? real um and, and like i don't even know like i don't like so then like protrusions start like pressing against his body like through like like like, like there's something trying to come out of his skin yeah and, like, you have these point... shots of like his bloody head shaking and like almost starting to like almost rip in, in a way you know and like because because at this point the rest of the group have like made their way upstairs yeah well like um, seeing all this that's, for... i think that's when they're like yo let's get the fuck upstairs yeah absolutely <laughs> so they had upstairs and us as a viewer like you mentioned start to see and and sir is still downstairs and the first thing we see you know is is from his from the daryl's leg like we see this giant tick leg like rip free from his fucking uh, uh body and that just continues through his whole body yeah. um one of the best scenes in the movie is like the camera like pans above daryl as you know the skin of his face just fucking rips in half and i forgot this happens in the movie i completely 100 forgot about this whole entire sequence but uh long story short this gigantic fucking mutated monster tick uh uh rips free from daryl's fucking dead body and it was a gl- glorious the best sequence oh, of the whole movie absolutely the best sequence of the whole movie it was crazy, but it definitely and it definitely like I was like alluding to it gave me the like the the mutant cockroach vibes from from totally. you know, the nest. Totally. I just thought it was fucking nuts. I, I did not see like that twist being shoved in here at the very no. tail end of the movie. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, if it, I did not have, uh, 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 you know, at any point in my life did I have uh, Alfonso Ribeiro's body ripping in a giant tick creature emerging on my bingo card, but it is glorious. Um, <laughs> oh man, it was a fucking was so awesome, good. you know, there, there, there wasn't a lot of, you know, there's some, there, you know, there wasn't a lot, like I said, there's not a lot of death scenes in this movie. Um, kind of light on gore, but this scene really showed off some awesome practical effects and some great yeah. creature effects as well. Yeah. This was uh, a highlight for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, meanwhile, like the rest of the crew is upstairs. They've like kind of barricaded themselves in one of the rooms mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out a way to get out. Uh, Kelly, of all people, has a, a good a genius idea. She grabs this fishing rod down. Who knew she was a fucking real fishing prodigy? Oh, uh, real she- quick, real quick. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'll let you continue. But real quick, we forgot to mention too that the giant fucking tit creature kills Sir. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he oh, finally, yeah. He- you know gets his just desserts so fuck yeah dude yeah uh tick daryl uh attacks him and just fucking you know imaginably shreds them them uh that's the creature that was so was so cool i keep thinking about that um but anyway so kelly grabs a uh, fishing rod and like casts it out and like (laughs) grab 
That's what they sound like, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. And like reels in uh, this like lo- nearby tire swing. Yeah. <laughs> and so the idea is for somebody to swing down and get the uh, get is like the the, get the, the, van. the van and um, like pull it up. Like yeah to the wouldn't to the the side, side of the, of the house on. yeah and um so i can't even remember how like who for like somebody Tyler I think volunteers was, like yeah. a hero you know what yeah. i mean dude like powdered toast man he steps up and he you know gets swings out of the window like a yeah <laughs> but he, he takes the, but he takes the broom with him uh, yep. oh i guess that comes into play in a second he swings out the window and uh kind of beefs it on the fucking back end and it like falls just flat into the ground immediately gets attacked by some ticks there's mm-hmm. like a, there's like you look across the fucking area and there's ticks scuttling his way there's and, just hundreds of them uh, yeah, presumably and, you know and they're all yelling at him like get up get up tyler and so that motherfucker does he gets up he lights this broom on fire and starts blowing ticks up as he's running to the yeah, fucking van. just causes them to fucking like <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it just causes them to just blow, you know, into smithereens. It was wild. Yeah. Right now, you know, he's just he is he's just he's the hero, he's and the hero. Uh, he 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 gets to the van, opens the van door. There's a bunch of ticks in there. He blows them the fuck up. Yeah, too. they're feeding on Jerry still. Yeah, you know what I mean. And eventually pulls the fucking van around. Mm-hmm. And at this point, mm-hmm. the giant Daryl tick is like mm-hmm. trying to bust its way into the fucking room. Yeah, he's adv- he's, adv- he's advancing on their position very yeah. rapidly. And so they devise this, like, you know, set up, they, they tie a bunch of sheets together or whatever, throw that out the window, and it's attached to a ski, which I thought was kind of clever. That was, like, you know, against the window frame. That was frame. clever, yeah. And, uh, you know, they start having people climb down to the van. Um, everybody gets down kind of fine. Charles is a bit of a struggle. But when Rome tries to get down, like, that bug, like, so he's the last one in the room. And he's like trying to like throw things at the fucking tick and shit as it's like bum rushing him. And then, yeah. like, you know, he's like almost at the window and it grabs him and like starts like, you know, devastating his fucking leg and pulls him back in. Yeah. And, uh, this is where you think, you know, you thought Tyler had balls before. All right. No this, shit, is, huh? this is where his balls are like out flapping in the fucking wind. Okay. He's, yeah. He's he, hanging dong. Yeah, dude. He's like, Tyler's hanging dong for sure. Like he, uh, he is like, all right, I'm gonna climb up that motherfucker. Like you throw me this burning broom when I tell you. <laughs> yeah. So he climbs back up the rope to get Rome. They throw him the burning broom. He likes he's like in there shoving it like the fucking giant tick's face. <laughs> like get back, motherfucker, get back, demon. <laughs> like, yeah. And he eventually gets Rome and like he's able to pull him closer and like gets Rome out the fucking window. Uh, it was crazy. Like the whole sequence, this whole crazy. sequence is just fucking bonkers yeah you know you know what else was crazed what <laughs> in perfect you know oh, not yeah. only is this a, a whack arnold's brother's favorite but in perfect horror movie fashion you know just as soon as they get into the van and just as soon as they get like a couple car lengths away kabooey oh, fucking yeah. house just blows into pieces causing a nearby massive propane tank that we hadn't seen until this point in the movie to explode as well you know causing this gigantic explosion and this gigantic fire to you know uh uh, uh, 
destroy the giant tick and any large tick. It's just, of course, perfect timing. Literally, they're like a stone's throw from the house and yeah, dude. <laughs> just erupts into a, it was so good it was we so needed, good yeah, of course there was a fucking explosion like yeah, god man. damn it to hell i i did not see it coming and when it but when it happened i was i was happy for it uh you know what i mean like it's yeah. so ridiculous and then yeah like you said like, on top of that like the the the, suck, the second like propane tank explosion you're just like oh my god there <laughs> right right uh so yeah so uh, devastating wildfire behind them. They're driving down the fucking road, escaping all this bullshit. Yep. And it yeah. fades into they the all, city. They all live except for Daryl, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of fades into like the city, and mm-hmm. then it takes you down uh, to this junkyard where like all these cars are, and you see the wilderness retreat van in the part in the junkyard. Yes, you do. And from underneath it, you start going underneath it. You see those little like drip drips, and then you see a fucking giant ticks egg sack plop down, and it starts pulsating. Cut the credits. Yeah, <laughs> how ironic that all three of these movies end in like an almost identical. You know, the 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 nest oh, ends yeah, with yeah. the cockroach on a character's shoe. <laughs> the slug ends with the slug on a sewer grate. It was just like really oh i thought know? it was so fucking funny too <laughs> i was it's like a, it, it's a classic ending but it's just like after seeing it three times in a row like <laughs> that's what i that's what i mean i was like <laughs> like i normally like it perhaps a little much three times in a row <laughs> yeah yeah it kind of loses its effect essentially yeah Oh fuck but like, me! But like that was it when it like faded to the junkyard. At first, I was like, "What the you fuck knew is it was going coming. on?" And then, as soon as it showed the wilderness man, I was like, "Oh, it's, yeah, it's happening." <laughs> you knew, yeah, you just knew. Like, oh, <laughs> God, dude, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, overall, this movie was like just kind of strange. I don't like. It was a weird. It was a weird mix of like characters like the like you mentioned mm-hmm. like like you know there wasn't very many actual deaths on screen no uh, or in general uh no. which it, you know was surprising um and like the ticks at first like kind of seemed uh maybe uh menacing but they kind of got comical at times and I don't know. It was it was just a hodgepodge. There was some like I you know the 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 makeup job and like the Jarvis stuff was really fucking good. Yeah. Um, the creature effects at the end with the giant yep. tick was really fucking solid. Yep. Uh, yeah. But there's just like yeah, there's just like a, there's a lot of hit or miss in this movie, honestly. Yeah, I I think that it was very middle of the road. Um, very like we said, a very low body count. Um. Mm. And, and and the deaths that did happen weren't like that spectacular, but the you know the um, Jarvis face you know pop and obviously you know Daryl's dead corpse getting you know that that was amazing. So I feel like mm-hmm. that that if it wasn't like I feel like that like saved the movie to a certain extent. The last like part of the movie, especially the yeah. that sequence and then the mutated monster tick. I feel like if it, that saved it to an extent, but it didn't say like it didn't like save it overall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's just a very run of the mill movie. And, you know, 
it makes sense to me why it was released to straight to video instead of in theaters. So, you know, it's it, you could do a lot worse, but you could also do a lot better. It's, I think it's very much just like middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, if it's me, I'm going to, I'm like, I'm not giving it just like, like you said, sort of just like straight down the middle. I'm giving it a five out of 10, yep. Yep. uh, uh, steroid, steroid power ups in the woods. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 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 I was thinking five as well too. Um, you know, I would, I would, I would, I would give it five, uh, uh, Jerry, creepy Jerry's out of ten. Oh, no. <laughs> creepy Jerry's. Yeah, I think uh, you know we 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 did this with the last episode where we were like trying to figure out like do we like slugs better? Or do we like the nest better? Hmm. I think out of all three of them, um, the nest is still my favorite, and that ticks is my least favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, like that's what I was thinking too going into this. I was like sort of. Uh, Nest was number one. Slugs, Slugs was definitely like the middle of the two. Ticks, uh, unfortunately, ticks. Yeah, like I probably will watch the Nest again. Absolutely, hundred percent. You know? um, slugs, I'm kind of indi- like I'm like, you know, sure, maybe if it's on. Ticks, I will never like probably seek out again. You right, know? Um, right, yeah, right. But That's a good overall. Hey, I mean, we had three in- insect-based horror movies in a row. I think it's good to be, it's kind of fun to like have them boom, boom, boom to compare them, you know? Absolutely. Uh, it was, a, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun little stretch. I yeah. would agree. We'll definitely find a different, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about a different type of horror movie on the next one for sure. We're not going to do another insect one. <laughs> uh, but if we do, I'm reading right now about a 1996 movie called Bugged. And uh, the, the synopsis is exterminators unwittingly create monsters by spraying crickets with a genetic mutating agent. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm going to eat my words. We might have to watch that movie. Uh, no, maybe another time. I, I don't think I could do a fourth fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but that just like really like I was just sitting here like what else could they do you know they've done slugs they've done cock- a cricket huh it, it's yeah basically just like okay what insect hasn't been done sure let's throw a radioactive genetic genetic agent or genetic mutating agent of some sort on there some chemical X that will Re- cause them to fucking breed and go crazy and Re- become gigantic <laughs> ridiculous that's crazy that's crazy uh all right well hey uh you know oh i do have i'm gonna i'm gonna end the episode on one one perkins review yes please so i found and you know this this is a five star review okay um and it's kind of a lengthy one there's like some drama involved in this so Hmm. uh you know some real like like theater performance uh okay so five stars from uh somebody who probably yelps too much because it says next to their name elite uh so i wonder if they have some sort of status on yelp which makes you a fucking douchebag anyway yeah Uh, (laughs) so uh sorry pamela g uh (laughs) but anyway it says it says again five stars yum with a dose (laughs) with a dose of utter humiliation our server was great the food was great. The menu rocked. The place was clean and I was utterly humiliated. But it was all my fault. Uh, 
or yeah so then it goes nope i didn't burp that wasn't it like that's is that embarrassing i burp no. all the, I, uh and then it says it was my food there is a lesson in this visit read the food description before you order which seems like something you shouldn't have to fucking tell a customer in a goddamn yeah, restaurant. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, read the menu. Uh, but That's what you my, do. Yeah. Then it continues on. My God. Uh, seriously. I was really hungry, but I was looking for low carb. Not So you're at Perkins. Not so easy to do at restaurants. But there it was. A triple dare. Uh, which I've never heard of. Excuse me, I'm embarrassed now. Um, I've never heard of a triple dare. Apparently, this I don't know, is this a, this is a thing. It says three eggs, three bacon's, bacon's, three bacon's, and three link sausages. That's it came a with, normal breakfast. Yeah, I was like, that's is that like something what, crazy? Uh, it came with hash browns too, but I had no intention of eating them, which okay. I which I didn't. However, badass. yeah, I know this one. <laughs> I was like, badass, man. Then uh, it goes on. However, here's the lesson. Well, <laughs> first, this person's just like, you, like you, you can tell this person spent way too much time yeah, crafting this, this, crafting this yeah. Yelp review. Uh, it says, well, first of all, the name of the breakfast is misleading. It should be called, oh, they're getting clever here. It should be called Triple Dare plus Two Double Dares. Mm. This is terrible, dude. This is cringe. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's what it says. I'm just saying. My triple dare arrived on two ginormous plates. Why is this a complaint? <laughs> it says, why you ask? Because here's the reason I should have read the description. It also came with two huge French toasts and two pancakes. Yeah, you should have read that fucking description, you, you low-carb dumbass. Uh, what did I do? I laughed hysterically like a hyena who's high. Come on, it was hilarious. Half of the table was taken up by my breakfast menagerie. I could have wow. solved the world's hunger problems with that breakfast. I, I, real quick, this person is one of those people that probably thinks that they're like super fucking funny. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like this is, yeah. yeah. Like this person needs to get a life. Continue. Uh, it ends with, I love Perkins. And yes, I left the pancakes and French toast too. No carbs for breakfast. So good review overall. Uh, five stars. Um, so kudos <laughs> to Perkins. But my God, Pamela G, nobody gives a fucking shit. That's, yeah, that's, that was, who, where's she from? Uh, it says uh, Bothell, Washington. So okay, well, I, I almost feel like we need to make a trip to Bothell and just like backhand slap this person. That, <laughs> that I wow. That's like, what I mean, dude. Like, like I don't know like, why I'm so like. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm yeah. It's it is. It's it's just one of those things. It's like you think like people. You, do you really think being popular on Yelp is like a cool thing or something? Like, you really want to get noticed for your cool. Uh, uh, attempts at being funny in your Yelp reviews or whatever. I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's just weird to put that much thought into fucking a fucking online review for real for, for any restaurant, let alone a fucking Perkins. No offense, Perkins. Uh, <laughs> what a ridiculous! Like they just think they're they must they, they must yeah think that they're just like yeah. comedy gold or something or I don't know. That was bad. 
But I had to. I just had to read. I had to get a five star review in there for Perkins, though. You know, because they deserve it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so on that note, uh, we'll wrap up this episode. Um, we got uh, 94 uh, coming up after this one with, I promise you, not an insect-related horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, now is as good of a time as ever to fucking uh, start paying for a Shutter s- subscription or uh, looking for horror movies in the theater nearby or uh, or yeah. going down to, if you're lucky, you're uh, still a, a local uh, video rental place, which you probably yeah. don't have one, but, I, you know you do you're lucky dude i am i recently rented uh uh because i hadn't seen it in a while dario argento's uh opera so you know great nice great pickup always but uh yeah so you know make sure you're plugging away at that horror movie yeah go watch horror horror exactly and uh, i guess on that note we'll leave it here see you on the next one see you then